Hello, everyone, and welcome to Science Unscripted. It's Connor. And Gabe. So, last week, we talked about personality and the discussion there based on some research out of the UK, Gabe? Florida State. Uh, that's close to the UK, mm-hmm. just an ocean Pretty between much. them. Um, <laughs> was along the lines of your personality has probably changed uh, yeah. a lot during the pandemic. That was the implication from the study. So it was what they called a longitudinal study, meaning they surveyed people at different points in time. So at 2014 and then 2020 and 2021 and 22. Um, and the, the results from those surveys was that people's personalities have changed and in a significant way, primarily for the worse. Um, right. So so positive personality attributes, um, extroversion, openness. Agreeableness. Yeah. Openness to new things. Neuroticism. Had dropped. Yeah. Um, and we said last week that we would be, we'd be speaking to a personality psych or a, a, an expert on the psychology of personality this week. And we did do that. His name is Martin. Yeah. Martin, Martin Reuter. Yeah. And he uh, does a lot more than just psychology, really. He's, he's, yeah. He gets deep into the genetics. That's uh, Yeah, that's the thing. So that, that study last week was based on surveys and personality... Uh, you can break it down. You can you can measure it using surveys. There are five different categories, um, and based on those categories, you can measure someone's personality. But what Martin is more interested in is the genetic basis right. of personality. What what do you get from from your genes, your DNA? Yeah, and right? if I can move from his his genes to his shoes, that's what got my attention. <laughs> Right at the very beginning, down in the, down in his genetics lab. Yeah, you asked him. Yeah, that was well, the first question. Exactly pretty much. Starting. How many how many pairs of Nike Air Force Ones do you own? Uh, one pair only. You just said that you have a fetish for these shoes. Yes, these are Jordan. Sorry. Oh, so, so these aren't Air Force Ones. <laughs> Jordan ones. Sorry. Jordan, sorry. Jo- okay. Jordan one. How many pair of Jordan ones do you have? Fifteen, sixteen, something like this. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're a you're a shoe. Collector, shoe enthusiast. Yeah, a little bit. In a adi- bit. Lately. In addition to being a psychologist who yes. looks who looks at what exactly are personalities? Yes, personality is my topic, and I'm interested in the biological basis of individual differences in behavior. And a, and a personality is something that um, lasts our whole life. We're born with it, and we die with the same one. Or does it does it change over time? Or yeah, um, I would I would uh, say yes. It is a good companion for most of the time of our lives, but personality develops du- du- during infancy and um, then in early adulthood. So you have to know that about 50% of what you are, your personality is, is predefined by your genetics. And 50% could be influenced by environmental factors. Martin... Uh did I understand you correctly when we walked into this room, into this lab, that you could, like right now, you could take my blood, you could, or you could sequence my DNA, and you could say what about my personality exactly? What, what could you, sitting here in this lab, find out about my personality? It's a very good question, Connor. I, I would say we could say only very little up to now. So I could sequence or genotype your total DNA. So your DNA consists out of three billion letters, three billion letters. 
A, C, T, and G, you know this from school and so on. And we could look for every variation, every point at your DNA where people could differ. And we could um, exactly say, okay, at this position you have a C or a T, but we only know very little about how these genetic variations, we call them polymorphisms, relate actually to personality. So there are some markers in the genome which are related to personality, but they account for less than 1% of the variance. So these billions of letters that make up Connor Dillon's personality over here, th those don't change? Or can those change over time? Because th the study that we're talking about out of Florida State is about personality change. Does the DNA change? Or what changes? No, the DNA could not change. The DNA is invariant across your life lifespan. After uh, the, the sperm and the egg have been reunited, so for example, then it's determined and you could not change this. What changes in your DNA is a kind of a chemical compound which is uh, related to your DNA. It's called methylation. And they decide how active your genes are. And these methylation patterns could change by environmental factors like COVID-19 pandemia, for example. So Martin, your argument is basically that 50% of our, what we think of as our personality, that is, that is genetics, that is our DNA. How do you know that? Okay, um, we know this very well. So we have a great experiment by nature. It's the twins and the twin studies um, give us a chance to disentangle by mathematical models the proportion of variance between environment and genetics. So let me explain, if you have identical twins, their genome is 100% identical. So they, if the behavior, some behavior, like for example extroversion, it's, if it is 100% heritable, identical twins, monozygotic twins, must be identical in extroversion, but they are not. And then we, they, we compare these pairs of twins, monozygotic twins, with dizygotic twins, because the dizygotic twins have 50%, on average, 50% of common genes. So if a certain, we would say, phenotype, a certain characteristic is heritable, then the similarity between the monozygotic twins must be higher than for the dizygotic twins. And they both don't have the same personality, right? Is that, yes. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Even monozygotic twins differ in personality because a large proportion of personality could be accounted for by environment. Okay, so I think then right now it wouldn't be possible to, to take a look at someone's DNA, to sequence their DNA, and, and make assessments about their personality. We're, we're not at a point yet where we could read all the lines of code and say that person is definitely, I don't know, um, an introvert. Yeah, It's not possible at the moment. Do you think that will become possible? Um, hmm, it depends. So first, we could read every information from our genome. We could read all the genes, all the variations on the genes. We call this mutations or polymorphism. We could read this. but. The miracle is to combine this information in complex medical models to predict personality. And there we need, we need um, very elaborated mathematical algorithms and huge computers to, to, to manage this. And this is not possible at the moment. 
Okay, so let's imagine, though, that we do have those computers, and we do have the algorithms, and you can sequence somebody's DNA and kind of figure out their personality, and let's say, for example, my DNA tells you this guy's big on openness. Yes. He, he's an open person. And you figure that out when I'm two years old, and then I go to school, and I'm bullied horribly, and that, you know, that openness vanishes, poof. Has my DNA, my, my DNA hasn't changed. What has changed there? Okay, first of all, if we are talking about heritability, also 50% is heritable in personality, for example, then it refers to the population, not to you as an individual, not the two-year-old guy at, uh, at, at school. So if something in the DNA changed, this is the epigenetic part of it, this could change. And besides this, we have over 50% of variants which is environment, which is the bullying, which is the parents who do not understand you coming home crying and so on. So it's even if we have the algorithms and even if we have the machines, we could only perfectly explain these 40%, but not in an individual, only in the population. So if one individual has the genetic um, predisposition to be a stable personality, extroverted, openness to experience, low in anxiety, and so on, and you have a traumatic an, a trauma, for example, as, an, as a soldier, for example, then your methylation could so dramatically change that you become a person who has a psychic illness, psychiatric illness. That's an extreme example, but is, is one, I don't know, good thing about all this information, the fact that if it's 50% on average, it's, it's cooked into my DNA, I came out of the oven baked, 50% of me anyway, that not even a pandemic can change that. It can change the other 50% somewhat, but 50% of me is going to, of my personality is always going to be me. Yes, of course. And I would, I would say, even based on the study we're talking about, that is, pan a pandemic can only change maybe one, two percent at its best, I think even l less than this. So the effects we see might be temporary. So we need other longitudinal studies to trace the participants some years in the future to see. And I would predict that the effects we see here could be reversed on average. Some individuals have a trauma from the COVID, for example, financial crisis and so on, or um, uh, severe illness, long COVID or so. For them, it will not, not change. There we have a traumatic impact on, on uh, psychic processes, of course. But um, for the average, I would say there will be a reverse in personality. We spoke, or I spoke to a young kid on the streets of Bonn uh, recently, and he said that he, because of the coronavirus pandemic, he missed his graduation from school and that he missed important years, his first couple of years at college, and that he was wondering whether those changes would ever um, be undone. Can you give a guy like that hope? That personality will bounce back? Can it, can it bounce back? Has he complained that his personality changed, or does he complain because his, he missed the graduation uh, celebration or something? Um, it was more that he missed great, great times, and he was wondering whether he would, he would be so profoundly affected by that that he would never be the same person. Yeah, I mean, so it's a weird question to ask you. You don't know this guy at all, but can can personality bounce back?
back? I would say if we, if we are talking about personality, we are talking personality in a population. So one individual maybe will never bounce back, but most of them will. So we are resilient. For example, my dad is 19 years old. He has uh, experienced the Second World War as a an, as an, as an young boy and so on. And, and he survived. So psyche, he survived, he's, he's strong, he's resilient. And so many people have learned from crisis. It's also a chance to focus on the important things in life. But you could not generalize. Some people will be losers of the pandemic, it's true. Unfortunately, it's true. That was Martin Reuter speaking to us from his genetics lab in the basement of his building here in Bonn. Yeah, and yeah, a lot, just a lot of fascinating things there. I guess what I'm left wondering, or what, what that talk has kind of helped me think through, is I was kind of convinced that after the pandemic, my personality had changed, especially after talk, the talk last week hmm. and all that data from Florida, um, that, yeah, my personality had changed too. I used to be, I used to want to go out all the time, and now it's an effort, it's it really is an effort but talking to him i'm now more convinced that my personality possibly hasn't changed mm. my habits have and it's like anything if you haven't a weird weird comparison but if you haven't gone jogging for three years mm. basically and then suddenly you try to pick it back up of course it's harder but your person yeah pers with, reg with regard to motivation but also you've forgotten uh, how good it feels you've forgotten the reward and you have to get back in that you got to re remind you. yourself that it feels good to to run or yeah. that it feels good to finish the run and get that or that this, beautiful in this case, runner's high as it were see a friend or friends plural in a safe way whatever it is you got to remind Social yourself joy. that those rewards are worth it there's one yeah martin was very adamant adamantly clear about um there being in his professional opinion if at all any change to our personality collectively, it's a very, very small one. And the point that he made when we went to talk to him about the Florida State study in particular was that it wasn't as good as I made it sound last week. I was saying that people were measured in 2014 and then 2020 and then 2021. So three different times. Not true at all. So what happened was they were measured in 2014 and 2020 or 2014 and 2021. Ah, and those two were compared. And he made that point, and it's a good one. The comparison between those two things is not as telling as if you had uh, three different points where you could watch it change the personality from the surveys. And the statistical significance is just not, or the, the, the overall change is, yeah. not, is not as, I don't know, dramatic yeah. as it, it initially sounded. I mean, he was saying, you had a fair counterpoint at one point, saying that, you know, well, if it if it's the equivalent equivalent of ten years of change in a short time, then it is still dramatic. And mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 that's true. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the nice thing I think is that's that's what I kind of left a bad taste in my mouth after mm -hmm. the Florida study. It's that the idea that you've changed for the negative, and you can't do anything about it, and that's it. There are though there are exceptions, yeah. But generally, looking at the entire population, it doesn't mean that we're all screwed. Or that there's no way that we're going to get back and become the people that we were before. That's just not true. Yeah. Just have to get back into the routine of doing what made us happy before. Mm -hmm. That's it. 
little kind of uh, addendum onto the personality story. If you have any other observations, including a counter-argument to the counter-argument, we're, we're wide open, su at dw.com.